0: Welcome to Behind the Stylist Podcast, where we not only talk about behind the chair, but behind the stylist. No topic is off limits.
1: Please welcome your hosts, co-founders of Hairstyles Anonymous, Alyssa and Mandy hello hello welcome back to the bts podcast bts i like that right yeah it's good okay so this week as promised we are talking about charging hourly
0: this is a hot topic yeah it's my pride and joy i think What? (laughs) what are you laughing at me i think that um i was actually really scared to go hourly because not everyone was doing it and i was like why am i gonna let everyone else predict what my business model is.
1: Yeah, and you know I feel like a lot of people are scared to go hourly and I totally understand why because we were there. Yeah. And it's it is a scary thing. Mm-hmm. It's a huge transition, but we want to make it less scary for you and yeah. maybe hopefully if it's right for you convince you to
0: go towards it because it's the best thing ever. Yes. Um I think to start off the podcast, let me just just like give them a little explanation of how my hourly works. Yeah, definitely. Um, My hourly rate started at one price and I moved up as I became faster. Um, So really your hourly rate should deflect, reflect? Deflect. (laughs) (laughs) It should reflect exactly um, who you are as a stylist. But everything is hourly, so that includes all treatment services, all color services. Um, The only things that I have set prices for are my haircut whether it's a, like a haircut alone or a wash haircut style, those have a set price, as well as my root coverage has a set price. If you pair a root coverage with a haircut and blow dry, that's still a set price, just because I feel like my hourly is a little bit um, high for that to be like an hourly rate. But the minute you tack on a balayage to your roots or a gloss, et cetera, like all that turns hourly. So pretty much, in general, color specialty services. Yeah. Not like your standard. Right. And it, it's like, I don't charge any extra bowls. I don't charge extra for a root smudge or a low light or a vivid color. Like, I don't charge extra for any of that because all of it's hourly. Yeah. So, I just have one price and it makes it so easy.
1: So, essentially, you're charging for your time mm-hmm. versus product versus services. You're charging oh. for your time.
0: 100%. Um,
1: I currently do not charge hourly, but I did. And the only reason why I don't is because I double book. We're going to get a little bit more into that. Um, I wish that I can charge hourly because I believe it's the greatest thing in the world. And it makes your life so easy as well as your client's life so easy. Um, But I will still vouch up and down and preach hourly regardless of whether I can apply it to my personal life right now or not. Right. Because it's amazing.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. And I think um, you just recently switched to hourly because you're just back from maternity leave and you have limited time that you can take clients. switch out of it. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, switched out of it because you have limited time that you can take clients. Um, and now Mandy is double booking. And she felt uncomfortable double booking and charging hourly. And if you want to know more about that, please take a look at our double booking episode. Yes. Right? Double it, booking can be bad. That's mm-hmm. our episode that we have on that. Which goes super in-depth about how that can be bad or good and when you should use it or do it and when you shouldn't. Um, but, yeah, so I charge hourly. I think we should just get into... I mean, my rate, for instance, how you can predict what you're going to make at the end of the week, how you can predict how clients can feel more comfortable booking with you because they can almost pick their budget.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I would say there's no cons unless you are in a situation like mine where I am double booking because I have limited availability. Um, If you are not planning on double booking and you just are your typical like average stylist, I highly recommend going hourly because there really are no
0: cons. Yeah.
1: So let's just get into all the pros. Yeah. Let's start off with um, how easy
0: it is for the client. Yeah. So I mean, do you care if I start talking? Oh about no, this? go for it. Yeah. I mean, cut me off. I don't want to be like the only one <laughs> talking this episode. But just because I do, I do hourly currently. Yeah. So when I have consultations, I talk to my guests, and I think the third question or so that I ask them is what their budget is um and I find sometimes it can be uncomfortable because you don't really know your guests yet you guys aren't friends yet you don't trust each other yet but I talk about budget right off the bat because you know what I don't want to do an entire consultation with a test strand create their hair plan yada 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 and they're like yeah I want um you know I have three layers of black box eye but I definitely want to be blonde and my budget is 120. That I hate haha <laughs> Seriously That's though. Not happening. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not happening and I hate wasting my time for the consultation. Not even wasting my time because as you can tell from a podcast, I love hearing myself talk. It's just great. <laughs> so like I'm not wasting my time talking to them, but I'm wasting their time thinking like Filling their head with thoughts that they're going to have their dream hair. And then I hear their budget and they're, they're just like, oh, mad. no, sorry. We can't actually do that. Right, right. So, right. And I agree. So I totally talk about budget first and I ask them what their budget is. So, for example, which is actually a really easy number to work with, my hourly is 100 per hour. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm asking you, Mandy, what you want on your hair. You tell me your budget is 200 I know. I have two hours with you. If you show me a photo that I need six hours to do it, I let them know. Are you comfortable breaking it out into three sessions where we do two hours a piece? Or do you want just a budget as like 200 total? Let's look at photos that you can get that's realistic for your goal yeah. inside your goal budget.
1: Can I throw some shameless promo in there? Yeah. Shameless promo, guys. We actually just released an consultation. Insulta- <laughs> <An laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No C's here. This <laughs> is real life, okay? <laughs> Let's just rewind. A consultation 101 course, mm-hmm. my apologies, And it goes really in-depth about how we perform our consultations and it goes also very in-depth with talking about budget and the Mm -hmm. hourly rate. So if you feel like that is your weakness or you really want to start charging hourly, but you're uncomfortable. I highly recommend getting that. It's on our website
0: at the moment. Yeah, I love that, and it's literally consultation 101 online course.
1: Yeah, Right. So that's
0: my shameless promo, and now you guys know that I can't talk. Now she can't. Moving on. No, I think you really <laughs> should get that if you're really interested, because a, a lot of it is like you don't realize that you have a bad consultation until somebody says, "What the fuck are you doing in a bad consultation?" Yeah, like, or you get unhappy clients over and over and over again, and it's all in the consultation. And it is all in the consultation. We should do a consultation podcast. That's coming up next. Next week, yeah. <laughs> we always decide our next one live on podcast. Yes. So, yeah, so I charge hourly. So first the client picks their budget. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So yes. they pick their budget. I let them know what they can get. If they're comfortable splitting it into a couple sessions, meaning in the long run their hair journey costs them 600 but today at their session they can only afford 200 or they're only budgeted for 200 I break that up. Yep. So it just depends on what your client can get, and you can discuss that. Based upon, it's almost like picking what you want to pay. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, and I love that. And some people have brought to my attention, they're like, you don't go to KFC and be like, hey, what do you want to pay for, you know, this chicken today? It's different, though. It's different. And you don't go to the doctors and you're like, hey, how much do you want to spend on your surgery? Like, that's not how it goes. But we're in the profession of pleasing people. It's time they please us and have a budget that match- matches our skill. And
1: not only that, but hair is not a necessity. It's not food. It's not a surgery. Yeah. It's, it's a luxury. Yep. So you get to choose how much you mm-hmm. want to pay for your luxury. Are you right. going to pay 1000 for a Louis Vuitton or are you going to mm-hmm. pay 300 it's for a coach? It's just like vacation. Yeah. I love that.
0: Your hair is like vacation. Yeah, you pick how kind of much luxury. you want to spend and then you can figure out where you can go. Exactly. Oh, my God. That was the perfect thing. I just came up with right on the spot. I'm a genius. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but I think that's great. I think another thing that really helps, which I want you to get into, Mandy, because you're the one who, like, was like we should do this because of this. The fact that you can figure out how much money you're going to make oh, depending yes. on how many hours you're booked so you're mm-hmm. never wondering what am I going to make this week versus that week versus last week versus next month. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let me just like
1: kind of give an example for that, okay? As Alyssa mentioned, when you are hourly, you know exactly how much money you're gonna make, give or take some tips, right? So with a la carte prices, which is like your typical service menu, a balayage is this much, a foilage is this much, et cetera, et cetera. um, If you're doing all these different color services and they're all these different prices, how are you ever to know how much you're gonna make on on a given week? With charging hourly, if you, for example, Alyssa's $100 an hour, if she is booked 10 hours out of the week, $1,000. Yeah. How easy is that? Easy peasy. To know how much you're going to make. So when you're scheduling yourself out, if you have a goal of how much you want to make, it's so much more realistic and attainable to reach that goal because you know, like, okay, I just got to book myself for 10 hours, you know, or I got to book myself for 30 hours this week to meet my goal. Whatever your hourly is times the hours that you work, Mm -hmm. that's how much you make. And it's that simple. So it makes knowing how much you're going to make and also managing your finances that much easier versus like I said you have all these different variables with your um, services and your prices how are you ever going to know how much you're right. going to make you'll know a ballpark but right. how
0: great would it but be not to actually. know i'm going to I'm going to make 500 bucks this right. week and i also think too that like when you do hourly like it's almost more fair to your guests because okay i don't know who's listening right now whoever you are take your hair okay Let's say you've either got a lot or a little. If you have a little bit of hair, like personally, I am on the thinner side and I've got about like shoulder blade length. Like I would say it's like about medium length. What do you think? I'm a little bit less.
1: I would say you're a little bit longer, but it's different when it's your own hair. Okay. You don't
0: see it as long. Okay. I know. Oh my God. I got long hair. Shit. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Um, But like I've got medium length hair, I would say. Yes. And it's a little bit thinner. So if some if my stylist took two and a half hours to do my color, my full balayage, my custom gloss, my haircut, my blow dry, my style, um, but they did somebody else's hair, okay? So if I was doing it right, it's 100 an hour. I paid 250 dollars to get my hair done. Mm-hmm. Somebody else had hair down to their ass and it was super thick, but their balayage price includes a gloss, a haircut, a blow dry, and style, and it's only 250. I wouldn't feel like that's fair. No. It's if somebody not. else paid $250 and I paid $250, but they had longer or thicker or both hair than I did. That's just not fair. So I feel like my hourly hourly rate really reflects the guest because if they have more hair, you're you're probably like, oh my God, you have an hourly rate, but you don't charge for extra bowls. But listen, every time you mix an extra bowl, you're taking more time. Yep. I feel like anytime you mix an extra bowl, you're probably adding on 15 minutes to the service. Yep. And my 15 minutes to my service is $25. So aren't you somewhere between fifteen and thirty for an add-on for an extra bowl anyway? Mm-hmm. Like the time is just so easy. So the more time you take, the more money you're going to get anyway. Um, which is why if you're a slower sales, I wouldn't recommend doing a high hourly rate. Like I'm pretty speedy, I would say. Wouldn't you agree? More, not like rushing, but like I'm just I'm just a fast applicator. Yeah. But I would say I, I wouldn't feel like that's fair. So I always if my clients get scared with the price, I tell them like this is. It's so fair. Like you're not paying any more than you but should. Also,
1: not to cut you off or anything, but no, like I'm done. As, as far <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. As far as what we're saying, like with the fairness of the client or like scaring them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, number one, it's even scarier if you're like adding on, adding on, adding on, or using more bowls and they know that every add on is an additional, however much. Right. They're going to be seeing you mix more and
0: more, and they're going to be like, "Oh shit!" And they don't know how long. They don't know how much your service is going to be before they start. Yep. And granted. Doing hourly too, you can't always 100% give them like the best guess. Yeah. But if you're looking at they they got a bunch of hair, you're not so sure if you're going to use three extra bowls or four. With hourly doesn't matter because yeah. you can look at their hair and be like, I know I'm going to need four hours with you. Mm-hmm. You're looking at 400 today. Yep. That doesn't work. Your budget's 250. Let's do two and a half hours. You're going to get here. Are you comfortable with that? Yep. It's so easy to talk to people. Mm-hmm. I love it, it is. And then as far as fairness goes.
1: Yes, it's more fair to the client because, like, you would be paying less than I would because I have a little bit more hair than right. you. It's more fair to us as stylists. Right. Because, say, your set price for your balayage is 250 and yep. maybe you're scared to charge the extra bowls or whatever the case may be. You are doing so much more work on someone like me who has a little bit of a thicker head than Alyssa. Right. And then you're getting, like, you're charging the same amount. You're losing out on money. And then you feel gypped, so, like, color corrections especially, oh, my God. Yeah. If you're not charging hourly and then you just have, like, a set price for it, but you think, like,
0: oh, my God, like, this is worth so much more. Right. But your set price says that. Yeah. Oh. And I would argue, too, like, even if you're like, uh, I can't make the hourly switch, I'm I'm comfortable with my prices, which is totally cool. Like, we're just letting you know what works for us, or has worked for mm-hmm. you at least, Mandy, um, I would say at least have an hourly price just for color correction. Oh yeah, the at the very least. Yeah, and I would, I would also argue that anybody, like you're like, oh, what's a color correction? I would label anybody color correction if they have even one layer or more of box dye and three layers or more of permanent color. That's yeah. what I would label a color correction mm-hmm. personally, because I know it's going to take a little bit extra steps and a little bit more... Or even
1: anyone brain extremely power, damaged, if they come, even if they're not bauxite, if they come in extremely damaged and they want to keep working on their hair, mm-hmm. like you're gonna need treatments. You're gonna need like slow and steady wins the race. Right. You're gonna need all that. So I would even consider really extremely damaged hair color correction. Oh yeah, 100%. Because,
0: because you're now, correcting something. Right, and now you're, you're maybe foiling the regrowth but then like conditioning the ends in a foil and you're taking like extra steps and, yeah. right? Like I would say you're using yeah. brain power more and more technique in order to get somewhere, which isn't just a reapplication or a full foil or a quick little painting. Yeah, so at
1: the very least, if you wanna keep your a la carte prices and you feel comfortable with that, at least determine what's a color correction for you and charge hourly for that color correction. Right. And those girls, they know that they have box dye in their hair. They know that they've colored their hair with permanent dye multiple right. times. Mm-hmm. They know their hair is damaged. So it's not gonna be a super big shock to them when you're like, Oh, this is a color correction or this is my hourly and you're helping them. Like they came to you because they desperately need help need at you. that point. Right. I love that. I so love it too. Another aspect of hourly that makes our life as stylists much easier is the fact that it's a lot easier to raise
0: your prices yeah a lot easier so like um i don't know if you guys follow her on instagram it's at i am gina bianca love her we're good friends but she's an awesome educator and she just recently posted about how do you figure out how to raise your prices? And I don't know if you agree with this, Mandy. I just wanted to bring it to the surface. I don't know if you even saw the post where she said, take all of the education you spent on oh, yourself. Oh, I did see yeah. that. Did you agree? Oh, I love okay, that. Okay, yeah. So we'll preach this. Mm-hmm. So she taught us, take all of the education that you spent on yourself for the year and divide that by, oh, I forgot, was it 365 days? Right? Was Was that it? I think so because if you divide it by like 12 that's like an extremely large increase i think i I think it's divided by 365 i'll use my phone right now because i remember so i'm 100 an hour you guys and i divided i don't know i think i spent like 2500 dollars this year in uh classes yeah maybe maybe i spent a little bit less maybe about two grand let's see two grand divided by 365 i got like three dollar raise okay yeah so it's about so it's about like a three to five dollar raise so she was just saying I believe if you take the amount of education you spent on yourself, divide that by 365, that should either be the dollar amount or the percent amount that you raise every service. So I think hers, whatever it came out to, maybe she spent four grand, whatever the case was, her raise came out to either $11 or 11%. Mine came out to $3 or 3%. So I was like, perfect. If I raise my hourly rate, just one rate, to $3 an hour, raise my haircut $3, raise my roots $3. It's just across the board easy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yep. I encourage you to go to her page and find that post because she like goes into detail with it a little bit more, but so much easier to find uh, your rate. Yeah, so definitely go check out I am Gina Bianca's
1: post yeah. to kind of figure out the formula for how to raise your prices. Yep. Um, one thing that we should talk about that we did mention in our um, double—did we talk about this in the double booking? No, we didn't. We talk about this in the online consultation course. Because you didn't say it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is yet. Is, is when to go about changing your prices.
0: Um, so I know we've had it like on our hair, our Instagram is Hairstyles Anonymous. I know we have it on one of our IGTVs about like when to raise prices, like when physically during the year and then when like. How to know when to. Yeah. How to know when you should. Um, but we did also do this in our consultation 101 online course that's included as like a little gift to you guys on when you should raise your prices behind the chair because some people are either doing it too soon or like way overdue. Yeah.
1: So, if you're listening to this podcast right now, and the hourly pricing sounds really appealing to you, and you'd like to switch over, I recommend just doing it right now. Go for it. Go for
0: it right now. Yeah. And I, and I typically... I mean, right now, when we're filming this, it's right before the holidays. Typically, I, I like saying, you know, if you're going to change your prices or raise them at all, you want to let people know two months in advance. Yeah. But... If your hourly is kind of almost reflecting what your a la carte is anyway, like say. Which it should be at first. It should be, right. At first, like if your balayage includes a gloss haircut blow dry and your balayage is 250 and it takes about two and a half hours, you know you should be at 100 an hour. Yeah. If that price is 150 and it takes you about two hours, I would figure that out, do the math. So, really, if you're reflecting your a la carte prices anyway, but you're just making it easier as an Mm. hourly standpoint, you don't even have to announce that you're doing it, I would say. I would say just switch over all new clients You tell them your hourly rate and all current or old clients, you just, you're just like giving them a price and they don't really notice anything different. Yeah. Until and if raise. they ask,
1: that's when you let them know, oh, right. like I haven't, I haven't increased or decreased my prices by right. any means. However, I've changed the way in which
0: I, I, like I revised my prices. Right. So I now charge hourly. Just to make it easier for you. Yeah. And that's how you make it sound exciting. Like it's easier for you. And I did this for you. Exactly. I think would be really cool. Yeah.
1: So, um. I mean, I would argue that some people need to raise their prices, but that's another podcast for another day. Yep. And we will get to that. Yep. Price revisions, price changes, price increases. We should do that too. Yeah, definitely. But this would be considered a revision. Yep. Like you're not technically increasing it by any means. At least you shouldn't be at first. You're just making your life easier, your client's life easier, and you're switching to hourly. And I would say, and like guys, mark my words, this is is the direction that the industry is going in.
0: Yeah, and you're really going to want to join us now, like in going hourly, because yes. you don't want to fall behind and feel stressed about it, stress out about it later. I would join now in the hourly charging just to make your life easier so you can work out all the kinks as you go before it becomes really popular and clients like know about it, right? Exactly. Does that make sense? Because I really do feel like every single day
1: more and more people are charging hourly, more right. stylists are charging hourly, I should say. And just think about like your typical therapist, your attorneys, like anyone else in more of a service-based industry, especially independents. Right. We charge hourly right i agree and of course i'm sitting here preaching hourly but i don't and I, I, like i said i wish that i did but that's because you choose a double book yeah i choose a double book because as Alyssa mentioned i just got off of maternity leave i have a newborn baby boy and i only working with us right now yes he is so if you hear a little cooing it's my little guy but mm-hmm. um i only work like one to two days behind the chair right now because mm-hmm. he is so fresh And because I'm getting multiple people in at one time, it doesn't really allow me that one on one, like special time to really pamper my client. And why charge, why pay for an hourly price if? Like, your stylist is going to be over there with the next client and making you wait. So that would be the only time
0: I would say do not charge hourly. Right. It's not undivided attention. If you want to know more about that and you're like, wait a minute, hang on, this hourly all sounded great until you said I couldn't double book, go listen to our double booking can be bad podcast. I think that'll really clear things up for you. And please, 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 if you choose to listen to that podcast, listen to it through because if you only listen to like the first 10 minutes, you might be like, you're a bitch. Honestly, (laughs) because I really feel like our point finally gets across once we get to the end of the podcast. So if you stop, like, right in the middle, you're going to be like, I don't know. Like, you might not even agree, which is fine if you don't agree towards the end anyway. But I would say if you want to know more about how double booking can be bad when it comes to Hourly, please go listen to that podcast. Listen to it through and through. Um, As for Hourly, I don't think I have much more to say except for a little uh, present for them. Unless you have anything else you want to announce or anything.
1: Um, No, I really just think if you're considering it, do it. Yeah. Do not be afraid. It is so worth it. I wish I could do it. I plan on... Getting back to it as soon as I'm more, um, as soon as I have more flexibility behind right. the chair. But if you are your typical stylist, especially if you are an independent and you love to pamper your guests, you do a lot of color specialty, you do a lot of color correction. This is your match made in heaven, and you need to start charging hourly. It'll make your life a lot easier, your finances a lot easier, your communication with your clients will be a lot easier, yep. and there's just so many benefits to charging hourly. Oh yeah.
0: For sure. So. Yeah, with that being said, um, just because we feel like hourly goes hand-in-hand with how you can uh, consult with your guests, we did mention our consultation 101 online course a few times. So if you guys are listening to this podcast right now, we are going to give you a promo code to give you 10% off that um, little online course that we have for you. So the code is BTSFAMHP. I'm going to repeat it one more time. The promo code for the color – I mean, not the color. <laughs> the promo code for the consultation 101 online course is BTS btsfam.com hp so plug it into the promo code when you go to put that in your cart and we hope you enjoy that class as well if you have any topics that you want us to cover please let us know
1: and as we mentioned in our intro no topic is off limits yep so as taboo or as scary or anything that you feel behind the chair whether it's with clients or if it's just with like your brain if you're like i'm going crazy and i need help with this um we want to cover it for you we love to talk about any and all things pertaining to the stylist life Whether it's technique-based or Mm -hmm. um, finance, business-related, or even just personal life as a stylist and balancing that. So let us know. Make sure that um, you don't hesitate because that's like our number one thing. Yep, We are open books, and we are here to share with you. And we're so excited. I know. So we will catch you guys next week. Yep. Have a great week behind the chair. And until next time, bye. Thank you so much for tuning into Behind the Stylist podcast.
0: We are so grateful you listen to our episodes every single Monday. And we want to share topics that benefit you. So do not hesitate to contact us.
1: No topic is off limits. And you can reach us via our Instagram at hairstylistanonymous. Or you can email us at hairstylistanonymous at gmail.com.
0: Thanks again. Until next time.